Welcome to this week's Energy Show. A couple of years ago, we did a show about home lighting costs. You know, the light bulbs, LEDs, CFLs, and old-fashioned bulbs, all kinds of TLAs for bulbs. When we install solar, we encourage our customers to also try to reduce their electric bills. And lighting is a real easy way to do that. I think something like 22% of home electric costs is for lighting right now in California. So lighting is the easiest, cheapest way to cut your electric bill. Now, if you want to really cut it, solar makes sense. But, you know, for for a few hundred dollars, you can really knock it back with, um, with, with new lighting. Now, it used to be that LEDs were really expensive. Not anymore. I'm just amazed. Just over the past few years, prices are way down, and it's time for an update. The last time I looked at this, the LEDs weren't as clearly the right choice, but now they are. It used to be LEDs were a novelty. They were expensive. I would put the LEDs in my cart at the, at the store, then look at the price compared to CFLs, then put the LEDs back in the shelf. I didn't want to spend $20 for a light bulb. But now a lot of these LED bulbs cost less than 3 bucks. You know, it's funny. You go to the big box stores, walk into the door, the big aisle is full of shelves of all kinds of different LED lights. There's six shelves full of LED lights and then in the back. There's one shelf for CFLs, the compact fluorescents. And way, way, way in the back, there's one shelf for the old incandescent halogens. So yesterday I went and got a selection of the latest and greatest and cheapest light bulbs at my local hardware store and started to crunch some numbers. I had a table full of different light bulbs all sorted out with different sizes and and outputs. And my wife looked at me thinking I was a nutcase. I mean, she actually knows I'm a nutcase. I can see the wheels turning in her head and she walked out of the room. I guess it's tough being married to a nerd, especially with one with such a warped sense of humor. So anyway, we're going to do a whole show today on light bulbs. So try to contain your excitement. So I was able to find six different kinds of light bulbs um, across different light types, incandescents, CFLs, and LEDs. I looked at ordinary 60 and 100-watt bulbs. I looked at track lighting bulbs. I looked at the flush mount ceiling bulbs, candelabra bulbs, those things you have in your dining room, three-way bulbs, which are kind of useful. And then I also checked out the new internet-connected Wi-Fi and and, uh, Bluetooth light bulbs. So one of the things I paid attention to this time because I had a real choice is the color temperature of the light. Lighting comes in different color temperatures. It's warm, it's cool, it's white, it's blue. It really depends on the room. The very white and the blue bulbs just sometimes don't look good in a bathroom or a living room or a kitchen. I I tend to like the warmer color, more yellowish lights, and those are called soft white bulbs. And so I got most of the soft white bulbs that I could. And it's good that now you can get LEDs in all those colors. CFLs usually you can't get in those colors. They're more blue. LEDs are now in soft white. So let's just talk about kind of the basics of these bulbs. The incandescents go on instantly and dim. Those are pretty good. Um, We've had those since Edison. CFLs are those coily things. They take a long time to warm up. A lot of times they don't dim. And LEDs used to not dim, but dimming is important. A lot of people have those fixtures. And so one of those instances where being kind of dim is a big advantage, but most of life you don't want to be too dim. Yeah, what's also interesting with these light bulbs is the manufacturers are included the expected life of the bulb on the package. There's a huge range of lifespans from one to over 22 years. Now, I kind of took their word for the lifespan, but for me, I noticed that a lot of the CFLs that I've been installing over the last 10 or 15 years, they just didn't last that long. I started writing dates on the base of the bulb. I guess it's energy OCD, but they would burn out pretty quickly and sometimes just as quickly as incandescence, and they're not supposed to. So I bought brand name bulbs where I could, and it was interesting. All the bulbs were made in China. They, they, they make all the light bulbs in China. There's probably whole cities in China making light bulbs. And, and there's no doubt in my mind that if there were a light bulb trade war with China, the U.S. would go dark in like two years. 
because we just wouldn't have any source of light bulbs. Now, looking at the importance of lighting, as I mentioned, residential energy consumption in the country is about 10% for lighting. California is about 22%. I guess it's because we're burning the midnight oil. But the real reason is because a lot of our HVAC is more efficient. We just need less of it. So lighting takes a lot of electricity. So this is an easy thing for you to do. Pay attention if you like, and then just, you know, try out some of these light bulbs. They're great stocking stuffers. And, and you know, it's, a, it's an easy way to save a lot of money. So I mentioned there's bulbs for different fixtures. The ordinary screw-in fixture with this like light bulb-shaped bulb. It's kind of dumb. I'm calling it a light bulb-shaped bulb. Edison invented them over 100 years ago. We're still using them. I mean, heck, there's some of these bulbs that have been working like, you know, for over 100 years. There's one somewhere I think in Livermore that's been going for 110 years. Oldest light bulb in existence. In addition to the screw-in fixtures, they've got track mount. And a lot of these have little pin fixtures. You've got to push them in and twist them a little. You have flush mount spotlights and floodlights. These are the can lights that are flush on the, the ceiling of, of a house, and they screw in. Candelabras and three-way bulbs. And I, I really like the new LED three-way bulbs because I hated the incandescent three-way bulbs because one of the outputs would always burn out, and then I really, you know, I'd basically only be able to use the light on dim or light on max. But I've had three-way bulbs for LEDs for years, and they're just working great. Now, I mentioned Edison in, invented the incandescence a long time ago. He had a tungsten filament in a glass enclosure, and he had a vacuum in the glass enclosure. And the vacuum kept the, the tungsten filament from burning up, oxidizing. And this was just great for well over 100 years. We used to, When I was a kid, we used to sell these light bulbs door-to-door to raise money for the Boy Scouts. So, you know, go try and buy one of these Edison bulbs now, one of these incandescents now. They only sell them. They're real specialties. I think in, some, in one sense they're illegal, and we'll talk about that in a sec. You can buy these Edison-type bulbs, and they're antique things, and they cost a fortune. Now, if anybody's listening, don't forget, send me an email. I have boxes of old incandescent bulbs, and I'm happy to sell them to you for $5 each. Now, what happened over the last six or seven years is that the ordinary Edison incandescent tungsten filament light bulbs were replaced with something that looks the same. It's about the same size, but they have a halogen insert inside. So there's a tiny little halogen-filled bulb, and it's just covering the – that's instead of the tungsten filament. The Energy Independence and Security Act of 2007, signed under the Georgia Bush administration, established new energy efficiency standards for light bulbs. And that required these light bulbs to use 25% less energy. So there was a law that said you had to use more efficient light bulbs, and the, the light bulb industry switched from ordinary incandescence with tungsten filaments to these halogen bulbs that were 25% more efficient which was great, but really no big deal. I mean, a little bit, that's fine. Didn't really, they, they actually cost more. And, but the whole industry got over it. They stopped shipping the Edison tungsten filament bulbs, and now we're shipping a lot of these halogen insert bulbs. And the halogen bulbs are still incandescent, and they're basically obsolete. Now, what's kind of interesting, and I also mentioned earlier about the, the longevity of these light bulbs and how it's changed. Yeah, you know, light bulbs used to last a few years, no big deal. You'd go replace them, and that's how we made money for Boy Scouts, and that's a nice, nice replacement business for the lighting companies. But now with these light bulbs from LED bulbs, I, I looked at the boxes. The boxes on LED bulbs all used to say they lasted 22.8 years. I mean, that's kind of a long time, and obviously the light LEDs have only been around for like 10 years. Now when I look at the LED bulbs, some of them are still rated at 22.7 years. Some of them are rated at 13 years. So my guess is, the lighting companies got smart, and they said, hey, you know, why are we going to make something that's going to last almost 23 years? We're never going to sell another one once they put it in. There's no resale, but there's no repeat business. So let's make them cheaper, 
cut back on some of the uh, electronics in there. Make sure that there's some planned obsolescence that these bulbs now only last for like 13 years. I wouldn't be surprised if they cut that lifespan back even more in a few years once they have a lot of market share so that they could, you know, replace replace the bulbs. Because, heck, you know, in, in 2029, who's going to be around to or 2039, who's going to be around to, like, be replacing these things? Anyway, but it's good that they last a lot longer. So that's ordinary bulbs, and they've been replaced with halogen bulbs. Next was the CFLs, which is a a three-letter acronym, which I uh, proudly call a TLA, for compact fluorescent lights. And they're basically mini fluorescent tubes in a spiral, and then they started to enclose those spirals in a bulb-type enclosure, so it didn't look really weird. But still, it was more expensive. I mean, it's just fundamentally more expensive to make that curly little fluorescent thing with a, a little tiny ballast in the base. And LEDs have right now caught up to the price of CFLs. And then the, the newest generation, been around for 10 years, and this is where the big change is, is with LEDs or light-emitting diodes. There's little electronics in the base that convert from 120 volts into whatever, you know, 7 or 8 volts that the LED uses. And sometimes they have multiple LEDs in there. Sometimes that they're covered up by, by other materials. Sometimes there's some phosphorus material around there to give it a better color. They have weird shapes, weird fins. Some are yellow, some are blue. But they actually work really, really well. And the nice thing is they're available in every single fixture type and every application. So you can even replace weird bulbs like, you know, flashlight bulbs and, and very strange, long, skinny bulbs that may be used for certain applications. Even fluorescent tubes are now available with LED replacements. And initially, they start out more expensive, but they'll last longer and they, they work just as well. All right, now let's talk about the methodology we use to compare the old incandescents to the CFLs to these new, new LEDs. We compared light bulbs on four different dimensions. Looked at the initial cost of each bulb at the hardware store. Then I looked at the lifetime of the bulbs, and and the lifetimes are on the box. It must be a law because they all have a lifetime on the box. Most bulbs assume a three-hour operation per day, and it works out to about 1,095 hours a year. Then I looked at the energy cost to operate these light bulbs um, per year, and looking at a, an average of $0.20 cents a kilowatt hour at the, the current PG&E rates. And that's kind of the middle PG&E rate tier. It's probably what you're paying if you have a small solar system. If you have a big solar system, you're probably zero. Um, so so that's kind of a, a reasonable benchmark. Um, it's the same rate as they have in New Jersey and New York, you know, a lot of uh, East Coast places, and, and certainly Hawaii is even more. All right, so we looked at the energy costs. And then in order to really compare things, I looked at the total cost over five years – to use that particular light bulb. That includes the initial purchase cost. That includes the replacement cost if the bulb didn't last five years or, you know, something in the neighborhood of uh, 5,600 hours. And I looked at the total energy costs over five years, added it up, and that's kind of a good way to compare it. You know, look at it, look at it over five years. I have a big spreadsheet. So, um, and then the other thing I looked at is how the economics change if you go to a lower rate tier. In other words, if your electricity is like 10 cents a kilowatt hour, how does the number change? Well, it's interesting how, how the results have evolved over the last few years. Here's what I learned. And this, is, this was kind of not a big surprise, kind of expected it. But when I really started crunching through the numbers, um, I was a little startled. The incandescents, a lot of the incandescents that are still available, these are, these are essentially miniature halogen bulbs inside an incandescent bulb a globe. The incandescents are about the same price as some LEDs. In fact, some LEDs for certain bulb types are more are cheaper than incandescents. And clearly, without a doubt, the incandescents are the most expensive to operate. I mentioned before that there was a law that said in 2017 that the energy efficiency of bulbs have to be 
improve by 25%. Well, you know, the energy efficiency of LED bulbs is better by 80%, so it just clobbered it. So with incandescents, they use more power, more watts for the same amount of light, and they need to be replaced more often. Um, and heck, you know, if you're clumsy, it's more likely that you're going to fall off a ladder by replacing all these things often. So, you know, hey, you know, put in an LED and it's good for 13 or 23 years. Take it from somebody who climbs up a ladder for a living. You don't want to be up there. So the next type of bulb is CFL, compact fluorescent. Now, those are the little curly things, and they used to have a really bad color, and they used to take a long time to warm up, and, you know, 15 years later, the color's a little bit better. Sometimes they don't have that curly shape, and they they warm up faster, but they're still a little bit goofy, and they don't dim that well. But they are a little bit cheaper in most cases than LEDs. They use fewer watts for the same amount of light output. They measure the light output in something called lumens. So they're much much less expensive to operate than incandescents, and they also claim to have longer life than incandescents, although in my experience I found that sometimes they really don't last as long as you expect. The bad thing is they have more of a bluish light, they're not dimmable, and they got that goofy spiral look. Now, the, the newest kind of bulb, they've been you know out for 10 years, and now they're probably by far and away the most popular bulb are LEDs. Now, they are the most expensive, by not, but not by much. They use the fewest watts, and they last longer, um, specifically 22.8 years for some of the bulbs and 13.7 years for others. I, I don't know how they uh, calculate that, but I did notice just over the last couple of years, the manufacturers reduced the life of the LED bulbs. They probably put cheaper components in there so they'd burn out faster, and so you'd have to buy more bulbs. So check back with me at the start of 2039 to see if those bulbs that I put in that are going to last 23 years are still working. Now, the other good thing about LEDs recently is now you can get warmer yellow lights, soft white bulbs in, in almost every single size. And almost all the LED bulbs are now dimmable, but sometimes not at the lowest level. I found that the candelabras are still a little bit goofy. You know, you want a nice, warm, romantic glow in the dining room. It's still hard to get with LEDs, and certainly you can't get it with CFLs. So... I, I did a, a table of, on a five-year basis of looking at the different five-year costs of these bulbs. So let's just kind of start down with the most popular type of bulb, which is a 60-watt screw-in fixture. It's called an A19 for people that like the uh, the numbers. The vintage Edison bulb, and these are like original bulbs, cost $98 to run over five years. You have to replace it a few times, and, and uh, uses a lot of juice. The ordinary bulb with a halogen insert, and these are pretty common. It's a company called EcoSmart makes them. They're pretty cheap, $1.62 a bulb, costs $56 over five years. And I look at a CFL, one of those spiral things. It's not dimmable, kind of weird looking, $17 for five years. So the bulb is a dollar and a half, but it's really cheap to operate. And then this is kind of interesting. The LED soft white bulb from EcoSmart also cost $4 to buy, but the operating cost over over five years was $14. It doesn't have to be replaced, and it uses less juice than the, than the CFL. And then my favorite bulb is something called an LED bright stick because they're really easy to put in. It's just like a... It's about an inch diameter stick, about three inches long, and you just kind of screw it in. You don't have to fiddle around with it. It works in a lot of fixtures. $13.61. So I'm putting these things in in most of the house. Hopefully they last um, as long as GE says, which is about 13 years. So no doubt in my mind, over five years, go with the LEDs. All right, for a 100-watt bulb, these are, you know, I I used to like those bulbs. They're nice and bright, and as I get older, I need more light. So I I kind of like the brightness of a 100-watt bulb sometimes, especially where I'm reading. An ordinary 100-watt bulb with a halogen insert, only $2, EcoSmart, costs $90 to operate that thing over five years. A CFL is $35, 
to operate over five years. And an LED, and, and this is kind of interesting because I guess there are not that many of them, an LED 100-watt bulb, $12.50. It's expensive. It's a lot of money still. I mean, you know, the LEDs used to be $25, but now you can get them for five in smaller sizes. But that LED only costs $33 to operate over five years. So I'd say get the LED or wait until one of your ordinary um, CFLs or other bulbs burn out and get the LED 100-watt bulb in a year or two. It probably only costs you like eight bucks. All right, next kind of bulb. It's pretty popular. These are track mount bulbs. These are called MR16s or like 50 watts, and they kind of plug in. There's a little pins sometimes where you put a pin in and you twist it a little bit, um, and this was kind of interesting. Um, the halogen dimmable um, uh, track mount bulb had an operating cost of $64 because it uses a lot of power. I couldn't, they don't make a CFL um, track mount bulb, but the LED dimmable Philips bulb, although it's $14, so you got a track mount with 10 bulbs and it's 140 bucks, but only $21 to operate over five years. So if you use those track lights a lot, boy, just take those halogens out right away because you're going to save money and then put in the LEDs. So the next one that's pretty popular, we have these all in our living room and our, our dining room, are the flush mount floods. These are PAR-20 bulbs. You're kind of looking at that, the incandescent indoor flood. This is kind of a common thing, which which was kind of expensive. It was $8. That thing cost $108 to operate over five years. Whereas the LED indoor flood, which is dimmable, the, the bulb is actually $5 compared to $8 for an incandescent flood. And that thing only lasts, that, that thing only costs $13. So I was kind of surprised. I'm going to take out all of my incandescent floods, even before they burn out. And I'm going to put in LED floods. Now, what I do is I try one first, see how I like it, see if the color is good, see if it dims the way I want. And if it works okay, then I replace the rest. And a lot of the stores are really, really helpful when it comes to replacing these things. Okay. I mentioned candelabras. This is kind of an interesting one. They used to only not, not make the CFLs and the LEDs for that, but now it's easy to get CFLs and the LEDs for candelabras. And it, once again, no doubt in my mind that the $46 for five years, if you have an ordinary bulb with filaments, I mean, they look kind of nice. You see that little filament thing in there. It looks a little bit like a candle. It's a pointy-shaped bulb. But the um, CFL is only $12, and the LED is, is only $7.5. Now, I mentioned my experience with the CFL, with the LEDs. They don't dim as well. And finally, with the three-way bulbs, $130 to operate an ordinary three-way bulb, 50, 100, 150 watts, and they don't last that long. Only $30 to operate um, a GE 30, 70, 100-watt bulb. So it really, really makes sense there. I also checked out some of the new internet-connected bulbs. But, boy, they're just, like, so expensive to set up and complicated, and they always use a little bit of power. So I'd say, you know, if, if you're interested, maybe try one of those things out and see. But there's going to be a lot of changes with the internet-connected bulbs. The last kind of bulb I looked at was an outdoor floodlight. So these are the lights that you have outside your house. Sometimes they're on a motion sensor. Sometimes they're on, you know, a certain number of hours a night. Definitely go with the LEDs. $103 to operate an incandescent flood, 120-watt incandescent flood, and only $24 to over five years to operate an LED flood. And the last thing is if you've got LED outdoor lights, definitely change as quickly as you can over to LEDs. So here's what I did a few years ago. I took out, I took out all my incandescent lights, 
and then I put in LEDs, and then I realized my electric bill was so low, it was negative 142, I took my LEDs out and put the incandescents back in. My mother-in-law uses hardly any electricity, and you know I wasn't getting any benefit from PG&E. So if you have, if you have a lot of solar, <laughs> you might find that the LEDs don't make that much sense, especially if your bill is already zero. But in any case, regardless, put LEDs in fixtures that you use a lot of time, kitchen, dining room, office, bathroom, hallway, and try and get bulbs that have a good color temperature. I've found that I've replaced just about all the CFLs now that they've burned out. And no doubt in my mind that LEDs are going to completely replace incandescents and CFLs in five years. So my recommendation, LEDs, great gifts for nerds, great holiday gifts. Forget about what you thought about LEDs being expensive and and ugly colors. They're not. Um, The new IP-connected bulbs are, are still a little pricey. And if you have solar, still a good idea to convert to LEDs because then you can use more electricity for AC and heating. So if you want to beat the PG&E rate increases in 2017, give Cinnamon Solar a call now at 408-883-7000. We'll explain how you can lock in very low solar electric rates and get a big federal tax credit, all for no money down. Well, that's all the time we have on this week's Energy Show. Thanks to all of our listeners for tuning in. And if you miss any of today's show, you can always go to our website at cinnamonsolar.com and listen to the podcasts.